0: i Tech on Fire with Blaze, the podcast. I'm Blaze Stewart Architect at Winelect, and today we're gonna to be looking at a couple of new things available on Microsoft Azure as well as Microsoft's response to COVID-19. Now, Microsoft made a few announcements this week related to managed disks on Azure. There are three announcements they made related to disk. The first one is now there is available to manage disk the ability to have customer managed keys. So basically, what this allows you to do is have a key vault and then all also a managed identity and you can store the keys in a key vault and using a managed identity to access those keys in key vault and then use those keys to decrypt a disk that is managed on Azure. So this allows you to have the data plane on Azure accessing the keys and then unlocking those disks when the operating system boots. The second announcement that they made is related to burstable discs for within the context of premium SSDs. Now what this allows a disc to do is have a burst of activity whenever the disc is primarily idle. So there's a threshold that it would allow it to remain idle for most of the time. And while it's remaining idle, it builds up credit so that when a demand is placed on that disc, it will actually burst above its given threshold so you can get up to what is published as the 3500 iops per second and up to 170 megabytes bytes per second on some of the premium SSDs for some of the small RN drives as well as some of the higher end drives as well. And this is really good for spiky workloads that have a burst of activity, say every now and then, and it needs to access something. So this would be good for something like booting up an OS or something like a database where you have queries that are more sporadic in nature. And the third announcement made uh, related to disk would be an announcement related to Azure managed disk where you can now create snapshots on Azure managed disk. Basically, this is an incremental way of taking a snapshot rather than taking a snapshot of the entire disk. It allows you to take a snapshot of a portion of the disk that is incremental from the last time a snapshot was made so this allows for things like point in time backups where you can go back to a point in time and recover at that point using this particular feature on azure managed disks so the fourth announcement that they made related to Things new on Azure this week isn't related to disk. This one is related to Azure Container Registry. Azure Container Registry now has Private Link available in preview. Now, if you're unfamiliar with what Private Link is, it's basically the ability to put a Azure resource that is Platform as a Service, something like Azure Container Registry, on an Azure VNet with its own private IP address. So instead of traversing the public internet to get out to something like a container registry, you would simply go to that private IP address, and then you would have a connection into that managed resource on Azure as if it was maybe a virtual machine on your virtual network, but it's actually a managed service uh, rather than a service that you're managing on a virtual machine. So this gives a lot of possibilities for things like having a private network on Azure that is accessible over something like a VPN or an express route, and you can reach across that private Private network that virtual private network into Azure on a private network on Azure without having to go across the public internet and access a container registry and private link is available on other resources such as SQL server and there are other uh, resources that are coming online with this new feature available on Microsoft Azure. So now that we've looked at what's new on Microsoft Azure this week, I wanted to take a look at what Microsoft is doing in response to COVID-19, and they're really doing this in maybe three different ways. First, Microsoft is ramping up their services quite a bit to handle the increased load on the demand for cloud-based services. So if you can think about an application like Microsoft Teams that provides critical infrastructure for people to continue to work from home or work from a district. Distributed workforce perspective, they are using Microsoft Teams to collaborate, to have meetings, uh, to send notes, to send messages, and do those kind of common tasks that would otherwise be done more in person if you were in a, an office building or co-located with one another. Microsoft is also doing quite a bit to ramp up services related to distributing data that it, and making that data available for scientists to use to do research on on viruses. So they are providing things like increased services for power BI and providing data sets to scientists to study. So they're ramping up all these services in response to the viruses so that they can definitely meet the demands for them. They are also doing some things with prioritization of healthcare related workloads on Azure. Here is a soundbite from Sacha nadella in an interview he did on cnbc where he's talking about his response and microsoft's response to the virus in relationship to being what he calls the first responder to the first responders and then you know this this pandemic has no borders uh and its cure is not going to have any borders so we have to come together as a global community and we have to do our part i I sort of describe our role as the Digital first responders to all the first responders. Uh, right now, my focus is more about our responsibility as that first responder to other first responders. Uh, I think that, you know, with all these changes, in fact, there is going to be new demand uh, that we will have that we will have to scale to meet. Uh, and of course, ultimately, we are also going to be dependent on the world doing well for us to do well. Sasha mentions in that interview how Microsoft is responding to the community at large, the healthcare community, by providing prioritization of healthcare-related workloads on the infrastructure and providing prioritizations for things like first responders on their infrastructure as well. So what this means is that anything that runs some kind of healthcare workload gets a higher priority than something that might not. Now Microsoft to date hasn't run out of capacity in order to meet the demands of their customers, but should that happen, they are going to give the priorities to those who are on the front lines that are helping save lives by, doing things like providing services that are critical to making sure that lives are saved, and also providing some kind of expertise in the way of things like supply chain management as well. And thirdly, Microsoft is responding to the virus by taking care of their own Sacha Nadella, and the interviewer reference a post that was put out almost a month ago by the president of Microsoft, Brad Smith, and he writes, I quote, we recognize the hardship that lost work can mean for hourly employees as a result we've decided that microsoft will continue to pay our vendors hourly service providers their regular pay during this period of reduced service needs this is an independent of whether our full services are needed this will ensure that puget sound for example the 4,500 hourly employees who work in our facilities will continue to receive their regular wages even if their work hours are reduced. So many of the hourly employees that Microsoft have work in the service sector. They will provide services on the Microsoft campuses globally and those in the Puget Sound area. And when Microsoft is in a distributed workforce, such as they are now, their services are not needed on the facilities, but even so Microsoft is working to make sure that those hourly employees receive their wages. So what does this mean for the world at large and companies like Microsoft? I think it shows that companies that are often criticized as putting profits before people are actually really more about putting people before profits. And these are often cast as two diametrically opposed forces. And they're really not Microsoft is able to do what they are doing because they have been a profitable company. They are able to step up to the plate in a time of need and really to invest in things where they are needed because they have the resources to do so. They are able to pay their hourly employees even though they're not actually doing something on a Microsoft campus. They are able to help out the community at large by providing services and many other things. What this does show us is that we can go above and beyond even sometimes when it might cost us something to help out people, especially those who have the means to do so. There are companies, out there that aren't able to help others out and that's because their cash flow has been interrupted because there's maybe something like retail or their work in the food service industry and it's understandable that these companies would need to put employees on a furlough or something of that nature because they simply cannot continue to pay them because there's just not money to do that but even so the companies that are able to do that are stepping up to the plate, and Microsoft is one of those. And to the individual out there, the individual can also help out when they are able to help out somebody that might need something in this time, because not everybody is able to continue working. They might need something to help buying food or help paying the rent or paying the electric bill or something like that. And we all have to come together, as Satya said, and come up with a global solution, a community solution to this problem and the problems that are precipitated from it. This wraps up this edition of Tech on Fire with Blaze, the podcast. Next week, I'll be doing a webinar on... Azure networking for developers, and I will be going over some networking fundamentals and how you do that on Microsoft Azure. And I'll be talking about infrastructure as code. So if you want to find out more information about that, visit us online at www.winterlike.com, and you could find out more information there. So until next time, remember to stay safe, practice social distancing, and wash your hands. And I will see you next time on Tech on Fire with Blaze.